Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nine Pitches. My name is Jack, joined by Andrew and Ross. And uh, are we looking forward to Elimination Chambray? Jack, I've got some elasticated banded trousers on, and I can't wait for a good time this Saturday in Saudi Arabia. Eh? Yeah, yeah, I can't wait for it either. It's five o'clock in the afternoon for us. That is a beautiful, beautiful time good. indeed to watch a pay per view. I have to be honest. To the viewers, I was about ten minutes late to this recording because I was still writing my third one. Because uh, despite looking at the card, you'd think there'd be ample idea for mm. pitches. I wouldn't feel too guilty if I was oh, you. Because if you look at this here, here dear viewer, we make a joke about Andy writing some J.R.R. Tolkien-esque <laughs> novels when he comes <laughs> into the studio. But today, he's got that. He's got a double-sided page, no. for goodness sake. He's got that as well. You were having a go at me about it being double-sided, but I was like, if there was a if there was a physical second page, you'd be absolutely going wild right now. SWAT. I, I did used to be a SWAT at school. Oh, no, I did as well. Little nerd. Um, so is that, to be fair. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what about you? Are you looking forward to Elimination I am. Too? I am looking forward to it. I think there's a lot of decent matches on the card as well, actually. You know, we talk about how these Saudi shows are starting to become a little bit more canon now. So mm. I'm excited to see what happens in old Saudi Arabia. They're the most important show of the year. Yeah. It's All of them, they yeah. are. Bad, isn't it? Money talks. Um, yeah. So... The money. Um, <laughs> If you've never seen one of these videos before, then I'll quickly explain the floor mat. The floor mat? The format. Um, Ross will pitch an idea for Elimination Chamber, then Andrew, then myself. We'll go around three times, and that will lead to nine wonderful pitches. But remember, it's not what we think is going to happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen. <sighs> Ross. We have um, a first pitch, please. Yes, Sorry. you can. <laughs> We're going straight to Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Roman wins because obviously, obviously Roman wins. Roman Reigns wins. There's a tongue twister for you. He's Goldberg's Goldberg, even though I love Goldberg, but here in the era 2022, Roman Reigns should be Goldberg and Goldberg. Yeah. Survivor yeah. Series 2016 kind of ting. Mm. Billy G, you're not my champion. Enjoy your money and tell Roman he's the one I've written down there in the, in the words <laughs> of Michael Jackson there. As Roman is celebrating in the ring with the Usos, we do ones and all that sort of stuff, I want a masked fan to jump into the ring and head towards Reigns. Now, in brackets here, everybody, it's not really a fan. It's a plant, right? It's a plant. But I want WWE to trick us into thinking it's actually a real-life fan from Saudi Arabia, right? But I want this to be treated like a proper fan jump in the barricade kind of incident. We sort of see them approaching, then the camera cuts away. We look at anything but what's happening in the ring. Um, it's just treated with the utmost legitimacy. Mm. As if it's a real thing that's going down here, but it's not everybody. It's a work. It's a work. It's, it's part of a big story, honestly. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Great so far. No mention. Well, no, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried because depending on who this person is, I might have to change one of my pitches. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> there needs to be no mention of it on commentary as well. So we cut away and we look at some things. We're back in the ring now after looking at some other things. The fan is gone, but Roman Reigns is sparked out. He's knocked out in the middle of the ring. He's on the floor. He's like, Hurr. the Adam Cole meme from back in the day. He's KO blood. I've, I've written down here. I don't know what's happened there, but there you go. Um, and there might even be some blood on or even around his person. But as the camera zooms in, Maggle Cole's like, what? What is that? He says to Pat McAfee. Pat's like, it's a hickey. Oh, is it a previously unseen birthmark? Is it some kind of toxic growth on the neck of Roman Reigns? That's what Pat yeah. says. And then we zoom in closer and closer on Roman Reigns' neck. And in that exact same spot... That spot that everyone knows so well is the Nightmare Family logo. Cody is coming to WWE and he has earmarked Roman Reigns as the first victim of the new Nightmare Family. It's obviously a stamp, like, you know, Sasha Banks. Mm -hmm. Uh He hasn't taken the time to put on a full tattoo there. And that would be way, way too long of a segment. But it's just a stamp. It's all in black or whatever, some gnarly color, I don't know. And we uh, we fade to black. That's the end of the show, obviously. Then we're off to the races. And then Cody is immediately inserted into the title picture on SmackDown. And that's exactly where my pitch ends. Because to be honest with everyone watching and honest with everyone in the studio here today, I don't know what I want to see from that point out. Uh, onwards, sorry. Okay. I have one question. Mm-hmm. What about Brock Lesnar? What, what becomes mm. of him? Who cares? Okay, yeah, Whoa. right, fair enough. This yeah. is Cody Dam Rhodes we're speaking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the biggest star in professional wrestling. The hottest free agent. Yeah. yeah. There were stories yesterday of Stone Cold Steve Austin making his return. Mm-hmm. Who was at the top of Reddit? Cody Rhodes. Our Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Our Cody. Gabriel Kidd was floating about as well. He was pretty Below big. Those news, two, yeah, 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 yeah. But he was definitely the bronze medal. And I had a huge news day. <laughs> the bronze medal in a three-horse race. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's the pitch, uh, though. Yeah. Right. A bit of a saucy, tantalizing mm. ball tickler, so mm. to speak. Mm. So, oh, I mean, as long as we didn't see Cody, the stamp was revealed, that, that was revealed to be the design rather than before we see Cody. Mm. Then imagine the internet then. Oh, yeah. Oh. Who could it be? Well, not who could it be. <laughs> Brandy. I just think that, yeah, it could be Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, it's a yes from me. Yeah, go on then. It's exciting. Um, this isn't going to affect my yes or no. It's still a yes. But do you know whether you'd want... Oh, no, you said you didn't know. Would you want Cody I to win? I honestly don't know. Because no? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm quite on board seeing that this new cowboy rootin' tootin' auctioneer Brock Lesnar mm. taking on Roman Reigns <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't know where Cody Rhodes fits into that, but we're not here discussing WrestleMania pitches. This is just for Saudi Arabia. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I, um, I, like, I like this too. It's a yes from me just because you haven't revealed Cody Rhodes in this. Like, like when when you were like, oh, he comes through the crowd. It's this person. I was like, oh, no, I'm to not be into fair, that. He, I'm thinking about it. He could just do this to multiple people over the coming weeks um, until we get yeah. past WrestleMania. Just, like, just stamp him and like everything. He's Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just branding everybody. Cody loves Sting. It could be quite Sting esque. Oh, he got oh, in yeah. the rafters. Yeah, fly down, yeah. stop branding Face people. Off. He yeah. goes back up again. <laughs> I like that actually. No, that's uh, I I I very much like that. Do so we think he'll actually me. go back? I'm, I'm not convinced he will. Me. I think he will. I think if he's been if he's been promised like a WWE championship run, I think he'll go. Yeah, but a lot it. of people get promised a lot of Plus, things and never happens. I th- like part of it is as well, and a lot of people are talking about Cody being very egotistical and whatnot. I think him being the first person to go from AEW to WWE 
will be like a big oh, thing we'll for him. Oh, we'll forevermore, won't we? Yes, The history we books will show that Cody was the first. They will. But I think they're going to make a mockery of him, aren't they? Oh, no, Fraser said that Tino Sabatelli was apparently the first. Oh, oh, really? I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, okay. Oh, he was the mole, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. He was in NXT, went AEW, and was on Dark, and then Chris Jericho was like, there's a mole here. <laughs> and it turned out to be Tino, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then did he go back? I forgot about that. I don't know. I don't think I he think did. Maybe Fraser was he wrong. Done, I can't remember. Richard, would you mind quickly Googling <laughs> the whereabouts of Tino Sabatelli? I know he's in a relationship with <laughs> Ma- 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 Mandy Rose, because oh. she uh, ah. stuck on Instagram the other day, my Valentine. Um, but is Tino back in NXT or not? He's known for his Oh, oh. Who knows, eh? what a right sexy that. man! Specimen. Yeah. That's what Roddy Strong thinks he looks like. Hot. <laughs> um, Hot. Do you want to wait until? No. Okay. Right. right. Um, Are we all right? I said, Are you I ready? You Richard, there. You're not Richard. You're Andrew. Oh, no. I wish I was Richard. Oh, we all do. Oh, we all do. Yeah, we all do. We all do. Good boy. Are yeah. you ready to strap yourselves in, yes. everybody? It's going to be hopefully not too long. I'll try and read it as fast as possible. No. T- Hey, it's just a joke. It's just a laugh. I know. Just, I know. You know. We'll see. Bit of They're very uh, dialogue heavy. These ones that I've done today. So, so be so so be ready. So be ready. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right. So uh, Austin Theory is being interviewed backstage. Right. He's getting asked about his recent trip to Suplex City at the hands of Brock Lesnar, and how he thinks he's going to fare locked inside the chamber against some of the WWE's most prolific stars. He's confident. He's gone toe to toe with some of the company's best, even beaten some of the company's best to earn his spot in this WWE Championship Chamber match. But before he can continue, Theory Stop gets there. just a bit of constructive criticism. Yeah. That could be way cut down, Andrew. I know that it could, could be way cut down. Austin Theory. But I'm spoken. setting up. I'm setting up. I'm setting up. Austin Theory. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need that. You did. You need that. the establishing. Are you a dungeon master? So I'm the... a dungeon master. Have I you am. done some dungeon mastering? I wish in your time? I. Maybe I should do. Maybe I'd you should because like you're good at establishing and setting the scene. I do like to set the scene. You're like that bloke off Twitch with the long hair. Yeah, we need the we need the backstory. What Matthew Mercer? That's the one I was thinking. He's a good man. He's a good lad. Yeah, he's a very get him in. He's a good lad. So we've got the tablecloth. On now, we're ready for yeah. The, we've rolled that. Have you rolled the three sets of cutlery on each side? Now, yeah, we've sorry, we've got I, it. Are we we're ready? Ready? Okay, so before Austin can continue speaking backstage, he gets a tap on his shoulder. Enter Kevin Owens. So Austin immediately backs up. He wants nothing to do with KO before his big match. However, before anything can transpire, here comes Adam Pierce to step between the two men. He asks Kevin why he's even there because he's not even scheduled to be on the card and warns him that if he thinks of attacking any superstar before the chamber match, he'll be suspended indefinitely. So Owens tells Pierce to calm down. This is nothing of the sort. Sure, he's here to support his best friend Seth Rollins in his big championship match, but he actually just wanted to thank Theory. You see... Theory took him out of the title picture. Therefore, he was if he was to, say, become the WWE champion, he'd have to defend the belt in Texas, everybody. The cesspit that turned its back on him. Oh, Texas, this is a recent... Yeah, Texas yeah. doesn't deserve such a presence. And what would be worse than holding the richest prize in the game, main event in the biggest show of the year, and ruining all of Arlington, Texas's WrestleMania experience? <laughs> Owens trails off with his thoughts and excuses himself as he goes to find someone who could it be? Later in the night, we see Owens explaining his plan to Seth in the locker room. You win the title tonight, Seth, and then it's you and me. (laughs) Then it's you and me. You said (laughs) I could have first dibs as your competitor when you win the championship. And what better way to prove Texas wrong to have Kevin Owens uh, and, of course, Seth Rollins headline Mm. WrestleMania together Mm. and to shut those morons up for good. What do you say? Seth, he's just brushing it off. 
half paying attention and he's getting ready for the match. Kind of half agreeing with Owens to humor him about the plan, but you can tell he wants to distance himself away from Kevin. Yeah, sure thing, Seth half-heartedly replies. It feels like a school story. No, it's good. Uh, with Owens responding, great, I'll see you out there, champ. So we get to match time, and Seth Rollins makes his way to the ring, and he's ready to enter his chamber pod. He's about to step inside when Owens comes flying down the ring with a chain and a padlock in hand. He pushes Rollins and himself into the pod, using the chain and padlock to secure both men in the structure. Now, Adam Pearce didn't say anything about, uh, didn't say anything regarding suspension when it came to inserting himself into the match. Now, did he? So. Seth, looking bewildered, asks Owens what he's doing, and Owens only enthusiastically replies, I'm helping you. So the time for Seth's pod to open arrives, and Kevin Owen unlocks the padlock, and the two go on a tear with Owens enthusiastically calling over uh, Rollins to take turns on laying into each of the competitors in the ring. However, when Brock comes out, it's a different story. He's at five in and sending the majority of the ring to Suplex City when he turns his attention to Rollins. And that's when Rollins starts backing up to stay away from Brock. And it looks like his days are numbered, but Kevin Owens jumps in from behind to make the save only to eat an abundance of F5s for his trouble. Seth has numerous moments, though, in which he could intervene to help Owens, but he doesn't, instead, leave him in, leaving him in the hands of Brock Lesnar. It isn't until one final F5 on Kevin that Rollins uses a brief opening to hit Lesnar with a stomp to keep him down. With Owens out of it, Adam Pearce appears at the top of the ramp with the security team, who rush to the ring and demand the chamber to be opened, and, uh, and then they can remove Kevin. And as they roll away, a lifeless Kevin Owens out of the ring, Rollins does nothing to stop the team taking his friend away. Instead, he shrugs and pays no mind to what is surely now his former best friend. And I was thinking hey, this should, hey, could just hey. lead to multiple things, you know? Oh, Kevin Owens again. I've left it open. Kevin Owens again. Austin could be involved with the exactly. Texas Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. you can go on. Kevin can just start bad-mouthing Texas still and whatnot and lead to something at WrestleMania. Also, this then, you've got something there with Seth Rollins perhaps too. And Kevin Owens can be like, why didn't you help me? And all this, I tried to help you and whatnot. I know that was a lot of setup right oh, there. Hey. But hey, no. hey. You're wasted here. <laughs> don't know about that one. You should be writing Coronation Street around the day. Yeah, I was gonna say you're the Enid Blyton of because you said like it's like kids but a school. Book, it so does feel like a kids like it's a good. Biff. Do you remember Biff Chip and Kipper? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah no, yeah. it's 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 a key stage above that. Mm -hmm. I don't don't mm. be, it's like it's like the gold reading cupboard. This. Like, oh wow, yeah. Thank like you. The, you remember the faraway tree? No, I don't you remember, remember the that faraway one. tree. Oh, the faraway tree, Richard. Do you remember the faraway tree? Oh. Um, I was in the middle until we got to the chamber itself, and yeah. Owens locked himself and Ron's in instead of mm. helping you. It's a yes from me from that moment Thank on. Thank you. Excellent, um, like accurate it's what Kevin Owens would do I can see him yeah. doing that and it's what Rollins would do I can see him doing that I tried to avoid also the thing like just attacking someone before a match as well you yeah. know because that's quite well, that well, happens well, doesn't it well, 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 well it's my third oh, pitch well, but well, it's, well, we'll uh, it's the so, execution but uh, no it's a yes from me <laughs> thank and, you and um, what I like about your pitches is that they often exist within the framework of modern day WWE but mm. like better oh. you don't go too far outside the box mm. you just Shine it all up. A That's bit very more. kind of you. Thank right. you. Turn it sideways and stick yeah. it up our candy asses. Yeah. Is that what he does? I liked it. Yeah. It's very open ended. And mm. the, the sequential nature of professional wrestling so shows, such as WWE. Yeah. That makes me want to tune in next week. Ah, you see? That, you see? That, yeah. that was my intention. Yeah, we got there that in the end. My, it was, we it was we good. did. Yeah, it was good. But we had to set it up. You know, did, there was yeah, a bit of setting up before. I feel like I'm at a lovely five star <laughs> restaurant. Thank I've got, you. I've got me three sets of cutlery there, yep. me three sets of cutlery there. I've got all the cutlery there. I've got the plate. I've got the smaller plate. That's what you've done there. I like it. The tablecloth. 
and now I've had the meal. Nice. Oh, are we dining now? We're oh. dining now. That was the that was the main course, just to say. I think. And we, the morning we've got some shorter waffles. We've got some shorter <laughs> ones coming next, so don't worry. Jack, it's your turn. Mine is also to do with Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Mm. Um, this is how the match goes. They're both in the ring. The bell rings. Goldberg's all fired up, and now he's ready. Charges for a spear immediately into a guillotine, and Roman Reigns chokes him out. Oh. Roman Reigns has instantly retained the Universal Championship. Roman's like, you know that disdainful face he does where he's like, <laughs> don't know, cow man. Yeah, <laughs> he's doing that all cow over the it. shop. He gets on the mic and wants them all to acknowledge him. Um, and then he says, right, if anybody, because I'm, I'm, I've not even broken a sweat. If anybody else wants to come out here and have a go, I haven't got all day. Come on, come on. Let's see who's there. And who should answer the call? Brut, brut, bron, 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 bron breaker. <laughs> brut, 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 bron breaker. His music hits to uh, presumably no response. Like Saudi Arabia probably aren't going to know. Who oh, no, that's the main demographic of NXT 2.0. Yeah, okay. The great nation of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Especially Jeddah. He's really hot in Jeddah. Oh, yeah. Jeddah's um, favorite son, Bron Breaker. That's <laughs> yeah. his nickname, isn't it? So Jeddah's favorite son comes out. Um, <laughs> the Cheddar from Jeddah. <laughs> Bron Breaker. Um, he comes out. Uh, and even if the crowd aren't too fond of him at the minute, I think you'll win them over because I want Bron Breaker to dominate the first half of this match. Like, really, we haven't really seen heel champion Roman be treated like this by many people apart from Brock Lesnar. He's really throwing him round. Roman does fight back, though, and eventually gets the win, but it's like some sort of sneaky win. Maybe one of the Usos comes out and super kicks Bron into a roll-up, but then he kicks out, like, just after... He does, like, the old Hulk Hogan kick out where it's like, oh, no, I should have won. Um... And I think that Roman is shook. Like, he gets out of there, he's off, him and Heyman are like, whoa, don't know who this guy is. And Bron Breaker, even though he's lost, is the one in the ring all, like, strong and, and triumphant and stuff. And I think that quite nicely sets up something down the line. I still want mm. Roman versus Lesnar at WrestleMania, but I want the lurking threat of Bron Breaker until whenever we think... Because I've heard people mention that Bron Breaker should be the one is it you said that? Tom said that, yeah, I think, as well. Yeah, I think Adam said that as well before. Everyone thinks Braun should be the one to take it off him. And even mm. if it's a year or two down the line, I think this should be the initial seed. So I there like we go. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank I was you. thinking during it as well, perhaps you can even get Solo Sakura in the in the mix. So then the, those two can have something on NXT as well. You know? Because he's related. Yeah, because he's was related. Like, I was yeah. like, why on earth? Yes. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. So then that can. So Die. then, when Roman and Brock kind of have like a little thing together, mm. you can have Solo and no, and I like Ron it. I like in NXT it. having their thing, and he's representing the bloodline. Yes. Or yeah. he could be saying, "I'm not." It doesn't mean I'm like that. Yeah, I can. I'm my way, own man. Yeah. I like that. But I, I like it a lot. Solo Sokoa's <laughs> plate is very full at the moment with Boa. It, oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. How's he gonna get through that? I've, they had numerous matches, haven't they? Oh, he got hit in the face oh, with yeah, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they had a match. Yeah, yeah. They, I forgot about the <laughs> force count. Anyway. I forgot about the force count anyway. <laughs> also, I haven't caught up with NXT from last night yet. So I don't Me know. neither, no. Apparently, it was good that uh, Tony D'Angelo and Pete Dunne match. Really? Be. Oh, that's good. Oh, Supreme. The British gentleman, Pete Dunne. Yeah, it's the British, British man. Let's go out there. Play safe. No waiting there. It's a yes from me, Jack. I'm a big fan of Bron Breaker, and this sets the table nicely for a couple of years' time when he will be the one. He will be the one, the mm. one to to take the title. Thank you. Yeah. Um, right, Ross. Can we have your oh, second pitch? Bloody hell. Right. 
Becky Lynch versus Lita has mm. already happened at this point of the night, and Becky Lynch has retained her Raw Women's Championship. Whatever match that is, I don't know. Is it just a singles match as we said here? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Becky Lynch and Lita. So Becky's retained. Later in the night, we're watching Ronda and Naomi versus Charlotte and Sonya Deville. It looks like Ronda and Naomi are going to get the win at a canter, which means pretty easily, but Becky comes out of the ramp there. She just stood at the top of the ramp. She was quite inquisitive. She's like David Attenborough down at the zoo. She inches closer and closer to the ring. Eventually, Rhonda has yet another arm bar on Sonya Deville, and Becky sees that as her cue. She hops into the ring, and she does something dick dastardly. She cuts off the ponytail oh my of Rhonda Rousey. Wow. That's a big statement made there. Not just the very tip like they sometimes do. In the, who was it recently? Had a, it was him on uh, AEW, wasn't it? Had the end of his hair cut off. Oh, oh was it? Jack yeah. Evans. Yes. yes. yes Not it was, like yeah. that. I want the full ponytail gone. <laughs> so like Ronda's left looking like Shawn Michaels at Survivor Series 2002. <laughs> just from the hair bit perspective. Not yeah, the yeah. Uh, So Ronda obviously goes absolutely radio rental. And rightfully so. She just lost a large chunk of her hair, for goodness sake. She's worked hard to, to grow that over many years, mm. I assume. Because uh, <laughs> written down here as well, that bitch just got snatched bald. Oh. Um, because that's what is it Naomi used to say that yeah so it ties in there as well I guess I like uh, so she's so mad she ends up getting DQ'd by beating up the referee or ripping Sonya's arm out of her socket or something dast- horrible like that I don't know on Raw now Becky is wearing the ponytail like it's a, an Olympic <gasps> gold medal she's oh. Becky Big Bollock <laughs> Becky Big Bollocks she is the king of the castle the king of the castle just like Borat she comes out there <laughs> cutting a promo it all goes well from Becky's perspective it's a lovely promo she's got a gold medal of hair it's all going well she gets in the back and there's a limo there waiting for Becky Lynch because obviously she's big bollock Becky. She's big time Bex. That's what she rides in. She rides in limousines and whatnot. She says, driver, take me home. But as the driver tries to pull away, the car's sort of like juttering and stalling and just like, what the hell's going on here, driver? Do you not know how to drive? You know, in a raw dialogue. Um, the driver shouts, there's an issue with the rear wheels, potentially the axle. Who knows what's going on back there? <laughs> That's the best line of dialogue in any video. There's an issue with... <laughs> <laughs> potentially <laughs> potentially the axle who knows what's going on back there oh. Becky's like oh hell nah what the hell's going on here so she sticks it because on that side of the car she just sticks her oh. head out the window there to look behind it to see what's going on with that bloody rear axle and then Martin Tyler's voice can be heard Wait. on Monday Night Raw screaming Shira oh. as a flying knee comes in from a flying Ronda Rousey Ronda with a proper I assume a proper badass hairdo she has those like uh, the, the braids, braids, don't they? Like yeah. you almost said, like cornrows, don't they? Yeah. You said those like Bam Margera, those. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I was watching that episode of Cribs over the weekend where he, yeah. he's round at Phil and April's house and he beats up Phil. Beats him Phil up and then does a splash on him, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's got uh, Muhammad Ali memorabilia on the wall. He's like, well, what does Muhammad Ali do, Dad? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, does the boxing, son. And then Phil likes it. It's he weird. Does. Tell you what, if. If Phil wanted, he could kill Bam. Ah, right. Yeah, he could. Yeah. The big bear. Oh, <laughs> Phil's okay. Anyway, so Martin Tyler said, screaming, Shearer, Ronda's flown in. Knee to Becky Lynch, much like Charlotte did to Ronda just before WrestleMania 35, mm. and one of the best moments in modern WWE history for mm. my money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronda, with the proper badass cornrows or whatnot she's got going on, uh, the braids, um, with the way the hair was left by Becky Lynch. She's like, you think you could duck me till next year, bitch? Well, now it's me versus you at WrestleMania, bitch. Inside, bitch. Ronda's playpen, bitch. Hang on. (laughs) So I was sat there late last night doing this pitch, and I was trying to think, what's a catchy name for that, like, 
dent thing they had in the next team for Timothy mm. Thatcher. Oh yeah, that that thing, that pit. that the pit. Mm. Yeah, Ronda's Piper's Piper's pit. Piper's pit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Piper's pit. Uh, it's a Lions Den thingy from NXT because it's all badass and stuff. Then we go into WrestleMania and basically we get Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. A no DQ, big blow off to just batter each other inside that Lions Den thing. No rules or anything like that. I can't remember what the rules are from that thing. We just see these two lasses who we want to see batter each other batter each other the mm. fans are elated and Charlotte is in the mud as we continue on the long and winding road to Wrestlemania 38 oh my only my only and it's a yes preemptively but my only question is would the pit work in a big arena big stadium I've got no idea no I don't know mm. either but Hell in a Cell does uh, yeah. That's also yeah, a metal does. structure yeah, that's true yeah. no that's very true yeah, you were there 100,000 spell 100,000 seater yeah. Watching Hell in a Cell. That, that did was a, work. It did work. A fantastic viewing experience. It was. But I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a yes anyway. Because at first I was like, should the main event of WrestleMania be in a pit? But then I thought this will just be one of two main events of. Mm, wait, yeah. is it being confirmed as a two? It's a two night, yeah. It's, it's a two night. Yeah, yeah. It's stupendous. Yeah. You've got to sell 200,000 tickets. Yes. <laughs> Um, for two nights of WrestleMania. And I was thinking as well, because obviously we had that bit on SmackDown where Sonny was like, Becky's told me that she wants, like, it's she's going to face Ronda at WrestleMania. Mm. And then Ronda came out there, like, saying, oh, no, no, I, I pick. So what, what, that was weird, made that. Becky look a bit weird, I thought. So it did. This, this brings because it around for Becky. As well, Be Becky, uh, no, it's not really relevant to this video, but Becky at the minute really wants to face Ronda and is annoyed, but then was scared or she's weirded out about facing Lita. Mm. Like, well, Ronda's harder than Lita. Oh, Lita's made her feel insecure. Oh, Oh, right, yeah, because right. Lita was a hero as a teenager. Yeah, that's see. it. Right. And now Lita's right. coming to beat her up. And mm. right. Lita, obviously, Becky didn't think that Lita would beat her up. Lita thought, Becky thought that Lita would be a friend. Okay. But she's not. But she's not. She's a foe. Ross, I like your pitch. At first, I was a little bit like, oh, I kind of want to see what's going to happen between Becky and Ronda play out over next year, leading up to next year's WrestleMania. You but might not be here next year, Andrew. You don't know what, tomorrow is never guaranteed. Tomorrow is never guaranteed, exactly. So I was like, I want it now. I'm in the now. Let's have it now, right now. And um, I think that's a good way of doing it because I was trying to come up with a pitch, right? Somehow of getting a, a submission match or something in there between uh, Becky Lynch and uh, Ronda Rousey too. And that's like a perfect way of doing it though, inside the pit. Because they're just fighters, aren't they? They are pair Big of, old fighting people, pair of scrappers. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a yes from me. I'd love to see, I'd love to see him in, in that pit. I think it'd be amazing. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Nice. Lovely. Yeah. Andy. Andy. Yeah. So I'm going to the Becky Lynch and Lita match for this one. So... Uh, we turn our attention to the Raw Women's title match between Becky Lynch and Lita. On Raw, Becky has been recently looking disheveled, trying to talk Lita out of having a title match. We even saw Lita use reverse psychology on Becky, prompting her um, prompting her offer... Wait, what did I write there? Prompting her to offer the challenge to the Hall of Famer. There we go. I'm, all oh, the writing's you've weird. You've got though. it, Andy. I've got it, I've got, it. got it. But, right... How about this? What if Becky herself was using similar tactics this week on Raw? Ooh. So the match time comes and both women are standing in the ring, but before the announcer can become... Did you write this the, before, Raw? Uh, no, I wrote this after. after. So, the, the, so we saw on Raw this week, Becky was very much like, you don't want to sign this, you don't want to sign this, and yeah. Lita just whoop, signed it, off she mm, went. Mm. So this is what I'm thinking. What if Becky has also used some reverse psychology ah, tactics here? Um, so yeah, the match time comes and both women are standing in the ring, but before the announcer can perform the, this match is scheduled for spiel, Becky cuts them off and she's like, whoa, 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 before we start, Lita, I just wanted to say it truly is an honor to compete with you tonight. Despite everything I've looked up to you before I can even remember, I still look up to you now, no doubt about it. As I said before, without Lita, there would be no Becky Lynch. And here we are, here I am, about to have my dream match with one of my all-time favorites, a person that I've meticulously studied for decades. And if there's one thing I've noticed, Lita, it's that you never, ever learn. Ooh. <laughs> Whoa. You see, that's a sick burn. A sick burn. <laughs> you see, I begged you, I pleaded with you not to sign that contract for the good of your health, really. But obviously, you did. You're not one to back out of a fight after all. So, knowing you wouldn't back down, knowing you'd be too emotionally charged by your comeback and the fans, I added something into our little contract clause. With this being a dream match for me, I thought, why not make it a dream stipulation too? Show the picture, please. And then on the Titantron, we see the ins and outs of the contract clause, but with two specific words that have been clearly highlighted. Ladder match. I said I'd do whatever it takes to keep this title on my shoulder. I know how reckless you can be, and I know all your weaknesses. Why not put it all on the line to prove that now there is a Becky Lynch, there can truly be no Lita. And so the ladder match ensues, and this is my thinking, right? Becky focuses on the neck because Becky knows 
Lita's neck is the weakness. And Lita starts questioning herself when it comes to high spots and everything as well, when it comes to ladder matches, because Becky Lynch, she's like, Lita's not quite what she used to be really now, you know, with neck injuries and whatnot. And um, so Becky is using psychology against Lita and it proves triumphant in this scenario as Becky Lynch walks out of Elimination Chamber, still the Raw Women's Champion. Ooh. Oh. Oh. I understand it from Becky Lynch's perspective. Yeah. But because of how wrestling works, mm. I, I don't think it makes sense. Okay. Why would you challenge a member of Team Extreme because to their home stipulation? Psychology. She knows that the leaders had all these neck injuries and whatnot. That's right? how it would work if it was a sick, like a sorry, a soap. Yeah. Or, or a film. True. Or a TV show. True. A drama. But this is professional wrestling. Lita could be 75 years old. Anyone challenges her to a ladder match, she's winning it. because mm. she thrusts her hips and she's part of Team Extreme. Okay. <laughs> that's, how wrestling, that's how wrestling works? Uh, Rusev taking on Undertaker in a casket match? What happened? Yeah. Rusev lost. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Who was in their prime? Rusev. Rusev. <laughs> Undertaker was an old man. That's true. I still won. Okay. That's how I wrestling think... works. I agree with Ross, but I do get, I do get, I do think it's quite in character for Becky to be like, I can beat you at your best match. Mm. Like, that would make sense. But at the same time, I think I to know from me, not because of that, yeah. the different reason. I think you've, I don't know if this metaphor applies. Have you thrown the baby out with the bathwater? I'm not sure. Have you done something like that? You've, you've Maybe. Because I think at the expense of making Becky look clever and strong and cool, yeah. leaders come back for this dream match, not hit any high spots because she's scared mm. and lost. And mm. I'm like, ah, and we know that Leah's probably going to lose, true. but I'd like to see her do a, have a cool, a cool little moment or two. Yeah, you know? we've already seen her nail a moonsault. We have. I feel bad when I give him a no. He is so no, sad. No, 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 you can see him no, just no, thinking no, no, like, no. damn it, I've let the guys down. No, 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 no. Honestly, honestly, honestly. I feel so bad. Don't feel bad at all. It's what this is all about. In a real life scenario, we're right? just throwing stuff around, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a real life scenario, your pitch works. Thank you. But knowing how wrestling works. It can't work. Can yeah, it? no, that's, that's fair enough. That is fair it's like enough. like the opposite of Sam. When I say no to one of Sam's pitches, he like, gets really like petty and starts saying no to mine. Even though, <laughs> but with Andrew, it's like you feel like you've kicked a lamb. No, I, I do feel like I've just punched I a baby like in the, the face. Uh, I, li I, like the, I like the constructive criticisms and the, the logical pickings apart. It does make it, sense. Which is good. Not in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'll take that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a middle. It's an up and it's down. It's a mid. Uh, my second one is, oh, right, so this one I was struggling. I was looking through the match card, and I saw one where I thought, that stipulation's got to be there for a reason. I just can't work out what the reason is. Mm. And while IRL, AFK, I'm excited to see what the stipulation leads to. In this video, I've made the reason myself why this stipulation exists. I'm talking about the Falls Count Anywhere match between Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss, which does stand out on quite a stacked card as a bit of an oddity. Like, why is that mm. on there? Um, so I think there'll be some shenanigans going on. I think that what should happen is they should brawl all the way out of the arena, into a taxi, all the way to the airport, and back to America. Still, the match is going on. This match is going to comfortably break the record for longest match. You're loving it already, aren't you? Um, he's having a crisis. He loves it already. I, I could end the pitch there. <laughs> Um, but there is a point to all of this. Once they get back to the States, Moss realizes, oh man, this is getting ridiculous. Runs away. I'm assuming they've like somehow 
organized a bit of a truce on the plane so that though maybe they just moss barricade himself in the toilet there we go oh yeah. he's got it he's yeah. being <laughs> <out>. he's <laughs> so engaged with so, um, Drew could never find his way through one of those plastic doors <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um, they get back moss runs away once they get back to America and then the, Drew's still trying to find him, chasing him. Obviously, at the next Raw, Moss runs into the arena and Drew to have a little bit of a chase as well. Now, I realize this is at the risk of making it a bit similar to the 24-7 division mm. with all the chasing and that. But I've also put here, sometimes because this is after this after Raw, on the road to WrestleMania, this match carries on and carries on. I've put, sometimes Moss gets lucky, like he's knocked out by the Claymore, but falls down a hill into a forest. I don't know. Why. What? I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I put that. They're just fighting on a hill. Claymore, bang! Drew's about to make the pin. It's because it's like it's, it's, it's like a Scottish battle, isn't it? It kicks him down. It's a like hill. Highlander, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Holding his sword high. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this all leads to WrestleMania, where Moss doesn't even want to show up, but Happy Corbin insists that he wants him in his corner because he's got a big singles match against Stardust. So at Mania. <laughs> I didn't need to put that in. Um, at Mania, Moss is watching his back during this Corbin match. As soon as that match is over, he's off. But Drew is there on the ramp and he chases him back into the ring. Claymore, or some, no, goes for a Claymore, gets rolled up. Moss wins mm. the longest match ever. And the point of this whole thing is that it causes Drew to snap and we get heel Drew McIntyre because I don't know about you, and I love Drew, but at the minute... His writing is bad. He's mm. not being written well, and it's been like that for a while. And I think Heel Drew might be the answer. Heel Drew could be great. Yeah. And I know we don't have that many baby faces right now, but Drew isn't one who's really working for me. And it's not his fault. It's just the way he's being written. So that's that's my pitch. It's a yes for the ending and the outcome, but it's a no for how we got there. Okay. I don't okay. like the journey. It's too okay. much of a bumpy ride. There's too much turbulence. He loved it. That I know he did. <laughs> so good. I don't know if I've just been... While the, this week's 24-7 title segment was the best thing I've ever seen in the history of professional wrestling, <laughs> the swerve that Reggie did to Dana Brooke, I was cheering at home, me. Really? She strung him along for a couple she of weeks. She did string him along, that's And then she true. had to pay the bill as well, and didn't yeah. get him as a boyfriend, and lost the title. <laughs> Fantastic. Was she stringing him along? I yeah, she was. Yeah. Of she was. She was oh, kissing right. him on the cheek and everything. Ah, but she was making it very clear that they were friends. Yeah, but, but uh, you don't uh, kiss people on the no, cheek, do you? Come on, yeah, you're right. Come you're on. Right, then he asked yeah. the question, he's like, oh, we're just friends. Ah, oh, mm. that was manipulative behavior, that from Dana Brooke. But I like the outcome, but not the journey, sorry. So it's a half yes, half Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it it was definitely something. Thank you. Um, the whole <laughs> the whole getting on the plane and getting back and thinking, hey, nobody's nobody's pinned anybody all the way from Saudi Arabia back to America. Nobody's pinned anybody yet. I, I, no. I, I do. Well, there's not a lot of like there's not a lot of flat surfaces on planes. You're always. I, would, I doubt Drew could lie down on the aisle as well. Yeah, yeah. Or probably. For that That's, yeah, yeah, big, big boys. Big juicy men. Big boys. They? Maybe there's a segment where they jump out of the plane and go after each other. And... <laughs> They're both fighting over one yeah. parachute. Like, <laughs> yeah. This is turning into Peter Griffin and the chicken. It has. On Family Guy. <laughs> but um, again, yeah, the de the destination sort of or the, or the outcome. Sorry, with a heel Drew is it? is a big fat yes because I oh, think he's you. lost I think he's lost something recently and again like you mm. say it's not it's not through his fault it's through how he's been written he's kind of just got lost in the wayside a little bit hasn't yeah. he um, but yeah uh, that would be a way for me to care about this feud as well so it's a yes from me yes it's like a like a 45 degree 
yes by no yes. Yeah. yeah. Are you okay? I'm all right. Okay, good. I'm all right. Can I we have you. your third and final pitch, please? Well, I was spitballing stuff last night, and as you can see there, Andy, yeah. I've written down Drew McIntyre should stab <laughs> Matt Cat Moss through the heart with his sword. He did actually write that. That is That was one of the ideas I had, but no, this is the real third pitch I've got here for <laughs> as much as that would be fantastic. So we're halfway through the show, and we get a fantastic musical interlude from Saudi Arabia's own Majed Al Slani, oh, whose yeah. song Adaj Ayeon has been in the Saudi Arabian top 40 charge charts for over 370 weeks at this point. What? And that's if I've what? read that's if I've read uh, popnable.com's top 40 rundown correctly, the top 40 for the for Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Did liking you? this already. I love, I love the research that's got in. 370 there. weeks. That's insane. I think it was 372, but I, so I put three, 370 wow. just to be safe, you know. Didn't want to make a fool of It myself. must be a big... Did you listen to the song? No, I've not heard it. You didn't even listen to it? <laughs> no. just, it's, oh. a, it's clearly a banger if it's been yeah. in there for that if you long. Want to listen, it's, it's, how have I said that surname right there? Uh, Al-Slani. Al Al-Slani. Yeah. Majed Al-Slani. And the song's called Adaj Ayayon. Okay. Um, but during the performance, Madej is seen going... Hey, you bassist in my band. Have you have you seen have you seen is that it up a band? there? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> have you seen have you seen that up there? What, what what's that up there? What is what, what's, what's that? that? What is that up there? Thanks for, thanks for playing along. Uh, the bass is like what the hell's that as well? It continues with the song, which is called Adaja Yeon. It's a fantastic song. Another break <laughs> and the lyrics happen. Yeah, we're just having a bit of a bop with the guitars. They're, they're and jamming. They're breaking. Yeah, down. They're, just, yeah, they're breaking it down. <laughs> like the chili. <laughs> <laughs> Flee it now. Yeah. Um, another break happens in the lyrics, and that's where we hear Pat say, "Oh my God." Is that a bird? Is it a plane? Dramatic pause happens. The camera then cuts to a close-up of this UFO flying through the... Is it in Riyadh or Jeddah? This Jeddah. Jeddah. Jeddah skies. Yeah. And Michael Cole can be heard shouting. You know that raspy voice he gets towards the end of a pay-per-view? Yeah. Where it's like a bit like Bonnie Tyler. He goes, <laughs> no, it's Veer. Oh, oh, yes. What? But he's not alone, what? continues Michael Cole. That's Mansoor on his back. Uh. So Mansoor is sat on the back of Via as Via is flying, obviously attached via cables and whatnot. This isn't completely ridiculous. As he's flying. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't completely ridiculous. I went and saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the musical when I was younger, and they had that car fly over mm. the bloody yeah. audience. This yeah. is what I'm thinking I of I saw here. the last from Heart Attack fly. She was playing Peter Pan when I went to Pandemime, and she flew. This Whoa. is the same as that, yeah. though, but you've got... Now, I can picture in my head a dragon-like figure a figure, a dragon-like thing mm. with a human sound on its back and it's flying through the sky. What is that? A dragon... Wait, what? It looks like a dra it might be Puff the Magic Dragon. Puff Adam. the Magic Dragon. Did he fly with yeah, someone Yeah, he did, yeah. Back? Wasn't it a um, never-ending story as well? Was yeah. that? No, that was something else, I think, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, th this is the sort of vibe I'm going for. Veer is like the dragon flying through the sky, yeah. just circling the, the arena skies. Mansur so is the one. Speaking. Mansur is the one that's back going, Hi, guys, it's Mansur. <laughs> What's down there, Veer? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Let's go down there, children. <laughs> 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 Mansoor's on the back waving like the Queen on Tutor written down here. <laughs> um, Mansoor and Veer have a safe landing inside of the professional wrestling thing. Veer takes the microphone and he just says, with a big pause beforehand, like Roman Reigns the night after WrestleMania 33, I came before flying <laughs> off again oh. into the night. Man uh, sorry, Veer has came in WWE. He's arrived. It's happened. Yeah. Bye, Veer! We all shout as some wind <laughs> is flowing through the, the luscious locks of Mansoor <laughs> as some whimsical magical music plays across the speakers inside the arena like it's a, the end of a, any sort of magical bollocks. Film. Yeah, you know, yeah. Da -da -da -da. 
Mm. We're all flying off, uh, waving off Veer. Veer is gone, and we'll see him on Raw on Monday. It's so magical. But then Mansur takes the mic and cuts a promo and points out all the issues with WWE <laughs> and makes Vince McMahon join the Kiss My Ass Club 2.0 hosted by Triple H. Uh, now, you see, because in my opinion, while Mansur's wins in Saudi Arabia have been good for the people of Saudi Arabia and the performances against like Cesaro and Dolph Ziggler, they've been okay. They've been good, actually. Mm. There's not been too much for us fans over here to sink our teeth into when yeah. it comes to Mansur. So I think the return of Triple H, Vince coming down and saying, what the hell are you doing here? I don't like you anymore. And then <laughs> Triple H using his heavy Mansoor to, to bully Vince McMahon and to kiss in Triple H's bare ass. I think that's something we can all get on board with. I think so too. Yep. It's a big yes from me. Wrong. How strong a yes it is, because it's already a yes, but if it would be like, it could be like an extra yes even, depending on how good the song is. So I'm going to listen to that after this. Yeah. Richard, um, we obviously can't play it on the video, but can you play it in the studio so we can get an organic reaction? So <laughs> Yeah, I really so want this. We need to hear it. If you want to just, it's in the bottom paragraph at the bottom of the page. Right? <laughs> I should have listened to this before I came in. If this really fits via flying into the, the arena with I'm excited. Mansour I googled Saudi Arabia top 40. Oh, he's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Google Saudi Arabia top 40 and this was the first uh, result that came on. You're looking for Majej. Maj- Matej? I forgot his name already. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm really on excited. On paragraph, Richard, on that pit. No, it's here, Richard. Oh, give me the wrong bloody... Right? There he is. Bottom there. It's underlined as well, just in case you can't find it. It reminded me of um, when he's when Mansoor's riding on the back of Vera. It reminds me of, do you remember in the pick of Destiny, Tenacious D, where he's riding yes. on the Sasquatch? Oh, That's yeah, where you got yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that, I, I've just got that image. It'd just be so magical. Oh, yeah, like, it's a yes from you as well. Yeah, well, it, yeah. Okay. J- literally, f- as soon as you said that, I was like, absolutely. Why not? I like the massive tonal shift from by Veer. Right, here's what's <laughs> wrong. Everybody, with every... Here's the issues with WWE. <laughs> oh my God. What? Oh. It's got no search results. Wait, what? No, nah, he's misspelled it. Ah, uh, he must. Gone videos, Richard? Even though I would have come out anyway. <laughs> oh no. Could you go on that website? Google Saudi Arabia top 40. Because I've read this website and it said 372 yeah, weeks. Okay. Uh, this is some thrilling well, we'll content here. But we've got two yeses. Yeah. Um, <coughs> do we do Andrew's pitch while... There he is, Pop Nabel. Oh, right. Well, no, we should, there, he, there he is at the top there, 372. Oh, yeah. What? Majed. There's a link to the video there if you want, if you dare to click it. <laughs> oh. That's a good idea. Here we go. This is... This is the website I was looking at, everybody, <laughs> to see the Saudi Arabia. Well, like, February, February 2022, Saudi Arabia top 40 music charts. 372 weeks he's been in, for goodness sake. 15 weeks 15 on. weeks on. One last, I don't oh, know. Oh, can we listen to it on, is it on Spotify? Is that what it is? This is exciting, this. This is, is it? Oh, watch on YouTube, Richard. Oh! There you go, watch on, down the left hand uh, side. Just underneath under the, the picture. picture. Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh... Oh, amateurs here, aren't we? Sorry, everybody. Right, we'll listen to it in the studio and let you'll see what our reactions are. It's a bop already. Already. Very Eurovisiony. Yeah. This is just like a title slate from uh, Motion Array. This Richard. <laughs> oh. No, you haven't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Oh, he's got bars as well. Oh, he does have bars. I can absolutely see this being played. This would be on the stage. 
It's proper good. Oh. there. It's good. It's very good. It's very good. That is on the stage in Saudi Arabia. I, I, I can see that being on the stage. The crowd. This is like Beale Mania. It. This would be Majed Mania. Maj <laughs> <laughs> There we go. We like that song. Obviously, you couldn't we hear did. it because we're Majed's done a really good job. Yeah. yeah. I was worried it was going to be boring. Auto-tunes to bollocks, like. But, yeah. It is, but, you know, that's that, that's what the people like these days, you know? So, yeah, musical performance. What's that in the sky? It's Veer with Mansur on his back. Veer's horizontal, by the way. I think as well. through the sky. With all this hype of Veer, he has to come in somewhere like that, doesn't he? If he doesn't come in flying from the rafters, <laughs> then it's a waste of time, isn't, waste of time, isn't it? I'd agree, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know what else. The song's blown me. That away. is very yeah, good. It's good. very good. Well, I mean, my, uh, uh, can anything top that now? We'll we'll see. I, I doubt it. But um, So my final one is we're at the Women's Elimination Chamber match. Uh, it's an absolute slobber knocker. After the ovation Rhea got in the gauntlet match, I'd personally like to see it come down to Rhea and Belair in the end game. Uh, they both have so much history and chemistry together, and much like the Royal Rumble match in 2021, it'd be great to see them in such a high-stakes situation again in which you could see either superstar coming out on top. So we get towards the end of the match. Uh, there's been moonsaults, riptides, and all sorts flying here, there, and everywhere. The final moments come when both women are exhausted, fighting on the top rope, and neither can put the other away. Rhea tries to hit an avalanche riptide, but can't quite get it when Bianca reverses it into an avalanche KOD instead. Oh. Boom. Both women hit the canvas in an explosive way, turning to lay flat on their backs as one arm from both Rhea and Bianca drape across the other. One, two, three. It's a double pinfall. Oh, my the God. The ref, the audience, <laughs> and B Bianca and Rhea are stunned. Ripley and Belair finally manage to stand on their feet as the ref goes to raise both their arms. Your winners of the match, the announcer calls before being cut off by a certain ding-dong. Atop the ramp stands oh a returning Bailey, and she says, Now, if I'm not mistaken, one of the women you pinned this evening inserted herself into this Elimination Chamber match by doing diddly squat. That's right, Alexa Bliss, everyone. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure I'm entitled to a championship match after carrying this whole company on my back during the pandemic. Plus, I don't think we quite finished where we left off, Bianca. So after chatting with Adam Pearce and convincing him that WrestleMania needs a definitive challenger for the Raw Women's title, technically still my title, he's decided to make this a triple threat match right here, right now. The two women in the ring look on both perplexed and in pain as they're still reeling from an intense match, finding it hard to even stand. Bailey rolls into the ring and dispatches Rio with a Bailey to belly as Bianca comes from behind to set up for the KOD. However, on the rotation of the move, Bailey lands on her feet and reverses it into the rose plant, picking up the victory and the title contender spot on Bianca. Oh, my God. That's it. Cat among the pigeons. Cat among the pigeons, indeed. I feel like you're a, some sort of clairvoyant. Because when I was searching for my final pitch, mm. which I've already done, my last one was the Brom Breaker one. Yeah. But two things that I thought about were having Rhea and Bianca have a really long... Yeah. End of chamber. And then another one I thought of was having Rollins and AJ both win the men's one. And, you've oh. come, and somehow you've like combined, combined them Combined them, yeah. So I'm really impressed and scared of you right now. <laughs> you two um, should get together. Yeah, I know. Kiss. And then Bailey. <laughs> Might get married. And Kissy. then Bailey. Guys, can we seriously? Sorry. But yes, we shall after this video. Um, <laughs> but Bailey coming back is a twist that I did not see. Mm. And I think 
that it's a yeah. Oh, it's oh. a yes from me. It's a yes. It's, a yeah, it's oh, another one you. of these ones. And we've had a few in this video where it just leaves things quite it open. Does. Because yes, we've got Bailey versus Becky, mm -hmm. but what are Rhea and Bianca going to think? That's of this? the thing. Mm. That's the thing. And you know, a, a little program between Bailey, Rhea, and Bianca would be quite nice, I think, as well. You know. Oh, it's a yes from me as well. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. Ooh, Jack has put all you. my critiques into his mouth and said it out of his mouth as well. It's like a puppet. Yeah. Like a puppet. <laughs> That's very good. Ventriloquism. That's it. That's a word. Well done, Andy. Thank you. Mm. Very Thank good. you. Very good stuff. <laughs> it was worth it in the end. I feel bad because we were like, look how long you... No, no. That's. I, do you know what? I take that criticism because no, I do... No, it's, not a cri it's, not. it's just a little just bit a of... I know it's just a bit of banter. Just a little between friends. Right. Um, my third. Oh, I'll get you in uh, as well. That's it. That's oh, it. man, that last that one. That did. That got oh, me. I, Funny oh. bone right there. You've got bony arms, haven't I you? Do. Oh, oh, like oh, a skeleton. God. Toothpick. Like a walking skeleton. My third pick is... <laughs> Are you right? Yeah, thank you. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, okay, okay. So this is when, when you said I wouldn't do anything as cliched as having someone get attacked on the way to their match. So Austin Theory's found laid out backstage on his way to make his evidence <laughs> for the chamber match. That's literally the first sentence. No, that's okay. Maybe he tries to tweet a photo of his attacker, but mm -hmm. they're just out of view. Sending social media wild for a few moments while the rest of the entrants are making their, their entrances. Vince rushes to the scene as fast as he can. So it takes a moment. <laughs> It's a low blow, so it takes a while. And sees someone off camera and says, well, what are you waiting for? Get out there. I can't do the modern Vince impression. Ross can do that. That's good. Ah, that's what he says. <laughs> Somehow, inexplicably, they've got the theme music ready. Of course, it's Cody Rhodes with Brandy, Ooh. and they're going to do their double or nothing entrance with the Sledgehammer and the Throne. But instead of a Triple H Throne... It's a, and Tubman asked me if any of my pictures were th like thumbnail worthy. Just picture this: instead of the throne, it's a cardboard box with AW written on the side in Sharpie. <laughs> and you've got Cody getting ready, and he squashes it, and he, he flattens it with a sledgehammer. Seven thousand miles away in Jacksonville, I googled it. AW disappears. The production trucks, the belts, Daly's place. Because who'd heard of Daly's place before? I'd never What's heard of Daly's it before. Place? Yeah. Um, all that's left is Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks all playing with some action figures. It was never real, and it was all a simulation this whole time, <laughs> like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> that's, my, that's my pitch there. I've called it Simulation Box. Um, <laughs> so there oh you my go. God. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've outdone yourself, Jack. I don't know what to say. You've outdone yourself. I'm lost for words. I'm a little bit ashamed of myself. I'm <laughs> lost for Why? words. Why? Simulation box. Bit, bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Such a WWE shill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I want to get me. the competition and make it into a simulation <laughs> that never even existed. Yeah, MJF and that. No, not even real. Not even real. Not even real. <laughs> Just paid actors, right? No, they're actually. Oh, they're figures. actually. Yeah. Oh, they're just action they're figures. All, they're okay. all just there, like clashing MJF and Hangman together, going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the Bucks, when they're playing with their action figures, they always win. They're like, "I'll oh, pin it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> suck it, yeah." Anyway, it's a half yes, half no game for okay, me. Yeah. I like it. I liked it up until the box happened. <laughs> okay. I liked it up until the box happened because obviously the big choked on my the big question surrounding Cody potentially going mm. to WWE is how how will he be around Triple H? Yeah. Since he broke the throne and he scoffed at the golden shovel, he did. It's going to be such an awkward hello, isn't it? Mm. So if he does something to you know 
right the wrong, so to speak. Yeah, good. It ties up that loose end. And it should be <laughs> a cardboard box with AEW written on it. I, uh, a real Jaguar. I can never help but say yes to the most obscure... It pictures was obscure, that people yeah. that people say because I genuinely would like to see how it would play out in some way. It's not going to really. Ha- this is like Are when the sure? Miz's dad was going to take really? the chips. Yeah. yeah, I mean it might. But did people how, say yes to that? How it would play out? It's one of the all-time great pictures. Well, exactly. The see, th- th- those are some of the best ones. It, it, does, it doesn't play out though because AEW's over. It's finished. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, that would actually be a bad. That thing. that would be yeah. a very bad thing indeed. Yeah. Um, do you know but what? It would change like human history. It would change Nothing the course. Nothing we know about. It's Anything. like the Matrix. It's like no, the Matrix. real, you know? <laughs> Bless you. What? Nice you? dab there as well. Got to catch it in there, aren't you? Yeah. You do. In Make the, a mess. In the pit. Elephant. Yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> but so it's, it's, a, it's a yes. It's a yes I'm and it's a half yes. yes. It's a half yes. I was, I'll say yes, but yeah, I don't actually want AW to disappear. You know, so it's a half like, yes from you as well. Yeah, so I guess it's a half oh, so yes it's, from it's, So it's a half. It's a whole yes. It's a whole yes, but Split because over two, two halves. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Make a whole yes. Um, but you can also say that it's two no's. But, uh, um, sometimes I feel a bit of pressure going last because I'm like, how do I live up to like the wackier? But So I thought this time I'm just going to go. You went for it. And I appreciate that. But did you appreciate it as well? Leave your thoughts on our pitches in the comments section down below. And let us know what you would pitch for Elimination Chamber as well. Um, Ross, I'm, I'm, you're normally quite good at this now. Like right, let's content. go through it day okay. by day. Today is Wednesday before Saudi Arabia Elimination Chamber. This is when the pitches video is going live. But you know that because you watched it. Tomorrow is Thursday. Predictions with myself and Andy. Hello, Andy. Hello, Ross. Are you going to lose again? No, I've got yes, it Well, aren't you, Andy? <laughs> He's going to lose a game. Predictions will be live on the channel tomorrow. That's Thursday. Friday, of course, we'll have the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, where the big question will undoubtedly be, what will be the best match at Elimination Chamber 2022? Because that's how the algorithm works. Saturday hey, comes hey, but around. There's quite a few to choose from this time. There yeah. is quite a few to choose. It is. Big, eight matches, nine matches. Oh, it's a chunky boy. Big bloody cards. Then on Saturday, I'm sure we have some sort of sponsored list going out. It might revolve around Elimination Chamber. I've got no idea. Adam Pacitti will be live on this YouTube channel doing his live reaction. So if you're lonely and you want a virtual friend, Adam Pacitti will be here to watch Elimination Chamber with you. Then come Sunday. Come Sunday. What happened out with Jack? Well, will it be Sunday or is well, it going live on Saturday night? Because it is a 5pm kickoff time. I reckon time. it'll yeah. probably be Saturday night, depending mm. on time zones and that. Yeah. Pretty much soon after the end of the show, we'll have yeah. what happened out with Jack the Jobber. Then come Sunday, Tom and you will be Tom there. No, one... it'll be Adam and me. Tom is off, oh so it's Adam my and myself God. on the live review show. And what time does that happen? Uh, that's at 1pm, and I think it's over on YouTube as it the last on one YouTube was as channel. well. Yes, and then I'll be back with WTF moments later on the Sunday afternoon. Monday comes around because it's a proper Canon WWE pay-per-view, not just a standalone Saudi or everything. Mm-hmm. We're doing the cut-down reactions on the sofa. Yep. Let me and Andy get jiggy with it and have a good time. And, and then, then maybe then, early then. next week at some point, there'll be an Elimination Chamber tier list involving 2022 show. If I haven't done every single angle possible yet, which I might have done, but I don't know. I, I think done. you've got it. Yeah. I think you've absolutely nailed it on the head, lad. Another stacked weekend of cultaholic wrestling content. And thank you, Ross, for that. And thank you all for watching this video. Thanks, Andrew, for being in it as well. And oh, Ross, you're welcome. And Cheers for coming, Andy. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having well, me, behind boys. The, behind the camera. Well. Thanks, Richard. Have um, you got that wordle yet, Richard? No. Oh, no. I got the, the wordle the day. Was it's a bad, tricky one. It's a tricky boy. Five, I think. I think yeah. I did as well. Mm. Mm. Anyway, thanks very much for watching. Leave your thoughts and opinions down below and take care and we'll see you very soon. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> 